0: You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message, recorded live from our Brighton campus. We have been uh, doing a series, a series called Everything We Need, and it's found in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 11, and this is going to be the last of the series. (laughs) Mm Moo, yes, and the baton has fallen to me, so you have to bear with it, I'm afraid. So, if we, we're going to turn, if you have your Bible, if you have your hard copy, get your hard copy out. If you have your digital copy, start tapping away. We're going to 2 Peter, chapter 1, verse 3 to 11. It's on the screen if you want to read it through. And it says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. And to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is short-sighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. Therefore, my brothers, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall. And you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Just before I continue, I'm just going to pray. And then we will continue just to look at what we're going to be looking into. So yes, Lord God, I just want to thank you for this great opportunity we can have together in this place. I thank you for this family that are here. And I pray, Lord God, that it will be your words that will speak to our hearts tonight, Father. May you open something new. May you reveal something new to us. May you challenge our hearts and may you get us thinking and understanding in more depth into this, Father. I just thank you for your presence here up until now and just pray you'll continue to be with us here onwards. In your name I pray. Amen. So, like I said, we've been going over a series. Everything we need. And as you can see in this scripture, Faith by itself is not enough. We need to put it into practice, and to do that, we need to add the things that are said here. And we've been going over these—you know, goodness, perseverance, godliness. We've been going over these these past weeks. And Julian shared last week about uh, brotherly kindness, mutual affection, brotherly love, whatever translation or you have. It's going to be one of those. And this evening, we are going to look at love The very last one so what is love is an open question so you can respond what is love <laughs> no nothing a feeling Anybody else? Hannah, you were saying something. (laughs) Emotion, feeling and emotion. Anybody else? A choice? Ooh, deep. Ooh. ooh. (laughs) Sacrifice. Oh, we're getting deeper here. This is good. Anyone else? (laughs) No? What does it mean to add to our faith love? Now, you don't have to answer that. I'm going to go into it a bit more. So, love is the greatest commandment. If you go back in, in the, when you have Moses in the Old Testament, he uh, went up into the mountain, came up with the Ten Commandments and came down again. And they're referred to in the New, in the New Testament. And if you turn to Mark 12, um, verse 18 to 31. And it said, one of the teachers of the law came and heard them. This was the Sadducees and Jesus. They were having a little bit of debate. And noticing that Jesus had given them a good, a good answer, he asked him, of all the commandments, which, of, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So there you have two commandments. First one is speaking about love. The second one is speaking about love. So I don't know about you, but I think love is very important. But it's trying to understand what is this love? What is it? If you look in that first one, he says, To love the Lord your God with all your heart. It doesn't say, you know, half heart. It doesn't say no heart. (laughs) 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 It's not a total eclipse. (laughs) It's your whole heart. Everything to God, to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, when you're thinking. Everything, every thought that goes on your mind is it, Towards God is it love towards God with all your strength? Now I don't know about you, but I fail at a lot of these. I can say that quite boldly. I do fail because I know that I can have distractions. I know that you know my my heart can be you know uh, led towards other things. But if we do these things, if we follow these commandments to love God, love a neighbour. If we are to do these things then as their commandments, surely we are filling the will of fulfilling the heart of God. Is it easy? No. It's not easy. But with God we can do it. If we turn to one Corinthians thirteen chapter thirteen. Verses one to three and it says if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom more mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have a faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames but have not love, I gain nothing. The big, you know, When I was reading that, the biggest thing that stood out to me was if I have faith to move mountains but I have not love, I am nothing. That's a really powerful statement right there. Because, you know, you can have all the faith in the world. Oh, I believe in this. But if you have no love to come into that, well, it's, it's nothing. God is love. It says that in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. God is love. And God created us. He created you and me in love. So his spirit is within us. So surely because God created us, because he loves us so much, because his spirit is poured out in in us, surely we should be pouring that spirit out. And because he said in the first two commandments, love God with all your heart, soul, mind and body, and then love your neighbor, surely love should be the first thing that people can see in everything we do. Love, as we've just heard from some of you guys, is a feeling, an emotion. And we got deeper instead a choice and a sacrifice. If I look up love in the second greatest book in the world, which is the dictionary, not really, it says that Love is apparently an intense feeling of deep affection. That seems very light when I look at that. <laughs> love is more than a feeling, love is more than emotion. Love, in other words, can be described as love is an action, love is a verb. And feeling and action are completely different. Because when I look at the both, when I look at a feeling, I think in a feeling is very personal. Because only I can feel what I'm feeling. I can't say, you know, I hope I choose the right person here Karen, not Karen. <laughs> <laughs> if I say, I love Marmite, do you love Marmite? No. I have this great feeling. Oh, I love Marmite. It's amazing. I'll spread it thickly over my toast, And you'll be like, oh, how disgusting is that? She's not sharing in my feeling. Feeling is very personal. But an action everybody can do. Everybody can show love. If you, again, go back to 1 Corinthians. Again, back to chapter 13. We're just going to pick off where we left off there, carry on in verse four and it is great words here about what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Again, very strong words about what love is. And if you look where this is situated in this, it's a letter from Paul to the church in Corinth. In the chapter before, you've got, Him speaking about spiritual gifts and how we're all one body and many parts. Afterwards, you've got again spiritual gifts, and smack bang in the middle of that is love. He's talking to leaders of the church here and he's telling them how how to act in that. I want to say to everybody here we are all leaders because we can all lead by example. And as we lead by example, we should be pouring out love, being patient, being kind. To not be self-seeking. These are things that we should be living out in our everyday. But I look at that list, I'm like, <laughs> wow, I need to, I need to pick up my game a bit because am I patient all the time? Maybe I, I seem patient, but underneath, I'm not patient. <laughs> am I self-seeking? Well, sometimes it's good to have a little pick-me-up, isn't it? You know, we don't know how how easy it is just to have for our minds to switch and to fall into the trap of not following these things. And quite often, you know, it can lead to a different attitude. When you're not patient with somebody, it can have an effect on them. It can even hurt them. And likewise, if we're not patient with God you know we can be hurting god with the way we're acting towards him when we're self-seeking towards us we're not giving praise to god our attitude attitude have you heard the saying attitude speak louder than words obviously not because no one agreed there no one <laughs> well attitude speaks louder than words apparently <laughs> actions speak louder for about. Attitude speaks louder than words as well. If we have the right attitude, you do not know how far that can, that ripple effect can go. Likewise, attitude is an action. And actions do speak louder than words as well. If you look at this image I've got here, you've got love and action. It says there, where we live. If we live just solely in love that we can, and not an action, that love is personal. That love cannot break out of that. That love is just within us. That's it. If we just have action and no love, well, that action can have consequences because we do not have love within that. But we have the two together. If we have love and we have action together, that's a bigger a bigger picture altogether we are speaking love through the way we act through our attitude through everything but then of course as David so rightly, rightly said love is a choice we're not little pu- we're not puppets we don't have someone saying "Oh, I'm gonna act in love all the de- all the time you have no way to decide about this you are gonna do it no we can choose Whether we're going to act in love or not, what is the difference? Are we going to are we going to um, step and say, you know what? I am going to love. I am going to love because God not only commanded that I love, but you know I want to love. I want I want my every word, every step, everything I do to just express love. Or are we going to say, you know what, what does it matter about anybody else? I'm just going to look at what I need. I'm just going to look at, you know, I'm more important than anybody else. So I'm just going to focus on that and it doesn't matter about anybody else. These are the two choices we have and this happens in everything we do. do, you, do you, have you ever had, a, either at school or maybe now or recently, somebody that you really dislike? hate or just like can't you find that they just rub you up the wrong way you're just like I don't know what it is about them but oh man they just really push my buttons you know but God is saying to to love love your neighbour well it's, it's really hard to love somebody that really pushes your buttons doesn't it it's just like ugh I've heard this said, said before, you know, oh, God loves you, so I don't have to. You know, it's not entirely true, <laughs> because if God, you know, God loves all man. God loves everyone. But as we are made in his likeness and as his spirit is in us, we should also be loving who he loves. So I can't go out and say, you know what, Tyler, I just can't stand you. So you know what, God loves you and I don't have to. So it's all right, you know, deal with it. I can't do that. You know, if I have an issue with Tyler, I should not let that affect the way I act towards him. Everything I do, every word that I speak, everything that I actually still breathe out God's love. On the other hand, it's very easy to love somebody that loves you back. If you turn to Matthew 5, verse 43 to 48, this, this really just puts, puts it clear what I'm trying to say. It says, You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good. And sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are you are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Basically, it's very easy to love someone that loves you back. But everybody does that. Everybody has family members. Everybody has friends. Everybody has people that they can love and love them back. We are not standing out from the crowd. To stand out from the crowd, to be in image of God, to pour out the love, we've got to love those that other people do not love. So, you know, we've, we, see, we see on the news these terrible things that can, go, that can happen and everybody's instinct to that is oh we got to hate them or oh, we got to have a war with them or oh, we got to bomb them you know and i'm saying no we got to love them because love speaks louder than hate they won't they are expecting hate but they won't be expecting love we are the hands and feet of god in this world we are the visible image of God to everybody else around to um to give an example um in 2012 in the summer of 2012 I went to I went to Egypt on a mission trip for a couple of weeks and that was right in a time of crisis in Egypt because it was a change of government and it was shifting to the Muslim Brotherhood and in there, the Christians there are heavily persecuted by the Muslims. And we went to different churches in different environments. And I went to one church, and it was completely in a Muslim environment. And we went and spoke to the pastor there. The roof was falling in. There was holes there. But he said, you know what? I'm happy I just have this building, and I'm happy I'm where I am. Because if I was in just surrounded by Christians, I wouldn't be able to reach out to anybody. And I'm like... <laughs> Wow, that is so true. If he was just surrounded by fellow believers, he wouldn't be having an impact. But the very fact that he was in a Muslim community, he could shine a light. He can share love when other people were showing him hate. Likewise, in this whole transition from one government to another, we were saying, well, how do you feel it's going to it looks likely it's going to go to the muslim brotherhood well, you know how do you feel about that and we say and they said well we welcome the change they said why do you welcome the change they said well if there's no change it's hard to move in something that's already put in place but with change comes opportunity you need you know when when something is moving and actually taking out the old and bringing in something new then you can add. It gives new doorways. And I was just, I was, you know, when I heard this, and I, you think about it now, more, you just like, that's incredible. You know, some people be like, oh no, this is terrible. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna persecute us even more. We, oh no, 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 no. They want to share love. They want to shine their light. I'm thinking we should be heeding to their example. To show love in everything we do love is a choice it's not only a commandment from god to not only love him with everything that you are to love but to love man as well to love your neighbor to choose whether you will or not to act in it or to say no no i just need to deal with me at the moment it goes beyond you it goes further out